I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Excitable Boy podcast for Wednesday, June the 3rd in the year 2015. Whatever. I didn't know what time, what time on the 3rd of, the third, on the third of June is it? It's, uh, well, we released the show at midnight on a Tuesday night. So oh, okay, so it's not but we're, at all the 3rd of June. No, we're not. We're recording this the day before. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, as you can hear, that's not Tim sat opposite me. That's someone far more successful. Uh, comedian, stand-up, father, Alfie Brown. Hi, how you going? So, uh, how's, how's the baby? How's it going? How's fatherhood? How old's your baby now? Uh, he'll be eight months today. Happy eight Because months. today is, of course, the 3rd of June. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, how's how's it going? How's it being a dad? Uh, I don't. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's it's is. I mean, there's. I whenever anybody asks me that, I sort of I can't really add anything new to it. Uh, it's done. Like it's. I, we've been doing it for years. Just humans. Yeah, that's the thing about. This is what I like about you as a parent. Is I'm not. You're not constantly bombarding me with pictures of your kid. Or, you know, I think you understand that everyone... Do like, people bombard you with oh pictures my of their fuck, fucking kids? Oh my god, yeah. You wouldn't believe it. Why would you care? I, okay, here's my, my theory on this, is that we, and I mean like everyone, everyone who is a parent should all agree to just have a photo of one baby and just see if anyone can tell. <laughs> oh, have you seen my baby? And it's just the same photo. I started showing people pictures that other parents had sent me of their baby <laughs> to see if they could go oh my god he's so beautiful no that one's ugly my kid is beautiful and i'm showing you a picture of someone else's ugly kid that they sent me that i had to text back and say it was beautiful oh god i don't care i just don't i don't need to see ba- people's babies i don't need to see their pets and that's basically all facebook is surely nobody shows you their pets yeah all the time people on facebook all the time oh my cat did this my that's- auntie the other day her dog got. I, I. I'm not sure of the word. I think it's spayed. When, mm. they, when they is that when they chop a dog's nuts off? No, no, no. That no, no, no. Spayed is when they like. It's spayed is such a horrible word because I imagine somebody like over the uterus with of a, a dog spade. with a. Sp- I always thought. So what is it? Uh, but you haven't explained what it is. It's when they take out your cervix. Okay, my auntie the other day, her dog got spayed. Spaded. Spud. It's a word that we 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 don't we we don't say enough to know how to do it in the past tense. Mm. Spaded. Spud. Spud. Spurred. My aunt had her dog spayed, and she took a picture of the wound and put it on her Facebook. Like, oh, poor dog isn't feeling too well today. And there was just a picture of a dog's cut-open vagina on her Facebook. So nipples... No. A woman's nipple, free the nipple, that's not allowed. Yeah. But my aunt's dog's wounded vagina that's just been cut out it's, totally but it's a good t- opportunity for that so hashtag. It had 13 likes <laughs> so anyway uh welcome to the show uh what happened this week in the news um in, i say in the news britain's got talent yeah uh i'm not entirely sure if i'm right about this okay because i sort of skim read it but i think a dog won do you again what do you mean again didn't a dog win it before 
Has there been multiple dog winners? Yeah, there was a dog and you fed it a biscuit and it did a jump or something. Is that how little talent we've got in this country now? That people aren't good enough to win a show called Britain's Got Talent? <laughs> isn't, it Brit- isn't it Britain's Pets Have Got Talent? What was the dog called? Was it called... This one's called Matisse. Matisse. Which is ridiculous because, as we all know, that's yeah, all I know about Matisse. it's Matisse. a French name, so he shouldn't have won Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Anyway, uh, fuck, what else is going on in the news? Um, I haven't really been in keeping up with current affairs this week, because I'm going to America in two weeks mm-hmm. for a tour, so I went to see my mum. Yeah, how's she? She's good. Yeah, I'm sure she's she really is. Good. She's doing some, she did some pretty classic mum stuff. Yeah. I'm really worried that my mum's turning into a hoarder. Okay. Yeah. Good, good, good thing, good, good, because, good, glad of the second syllable. So she's turned the spare bed... <laughs> She's turned the bedroom, the spare bedroom in her house, into just it's just a room full of shit mm. now, like boxes of stuff. Like check what's in the boxes. Yeah, just like magazines, and then like you know, there's like weird stuff in the spare room, like tins of tuna. <laughs> um, oh, like God. you know, like sh- Like she's obviously gone shopping because my mum works in a supermarket, and uh, she's obviously gone. Oh well, it's six bottles of Dove for the price of three, so I'll buy six. And it just has one in her bathroom, but then there's like five in the spare bedroom, and like just, I mean, I threw out like nine bags of clothes over the weekend, and she wasn't like, no, 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 keep them. She, she was like, oh yeah, chuck it, it's all shit. So like, why are you fucking throw it away yourself? My mum's like, what magazines are they? I don't know, just like you know, magazines I've been in or like. Oh right, yeah, but from like, but they're not like Take a Break magazine. No, 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 no nothing crazy like that, but just like stuff. Just like, v- like VHS of Airplane. A VHS of the movie Piranha. Yeah, well, she's... She, okay, she's, and a, next she's got a desktop computer that I swear hasn't been turned on since 2006. <laughs> <laughs> right? But it cost £1,000 when she bought it. So I'm like, let's chuck the computer away. She's like, that's £1,000. I'm like, no, Mum. That's it's na- it's not, now worth 50 yeah, It's worth 11 quid now. That's what it's worth. Let's throw it out. Yeah. Who, you know, where Does she still wear those like, nice, bright, big dresses? Yeah. Yeah, I love those things. Oh, She's so man. cute, your mum. She's the sort of... You know when you see something that's so cute, you want to do something violent and you don't know why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's adorable. Yeah. yeah. You feel quite Lenny of Mice and Men. Yes, exactly. That's exactly. Cute, that's a fucking cute mum. Bite her cheek off. Yeah, my mum's so cute, I want to kill a rabbit. Uh, what else happened this week? Um, FIFA. Can you tell me what happened in FIFA? Um, so basically, from what I gather, from the way it was covered in the paper... Yeah. For, by the way, for anyone listening who isn't in England, FIFA is the governing body of football on the planet. Is that yeah. Right? So if and, and therefore they would still know what it is. No, it's, it's not a very popular. Planet. No, half of the listeners for the show in America, football's not a very very popular. Sport, it's though. the FBI that just busted in there. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. From what I gather, from what happened in the press, is that it, it was covered like they destroyed countries and loads of kids had died. It was like a really big deal. Mm. But all it was was that they were corrupt. Is that right? Well, there, I think, there, I, think there, a fli- I think a flippancy about the fact that loads of kids have died is not fair because lo- so there, I mean, loads the, of pe- the, loads the, of people have died because of FIFA. Yeah, how? Because uh, of the basically the 2022 World Cup is going to Qatar. be in Qatar. Oh yeah, they've killed 1,600 people building the stadiums. Yes, and Qatar was never going to be voted on. It was through bribes to the governing body of FIFA that they and Russia uh, got chosen to host the World Cup in 2018 and 2022, respectively. Okay. Uh, Who's hosting the next World Cup? Russia, 2018. That's the one we bid for. 13. It's every four years, isn't it? Mm-hmm. When was the last World Cup? Well, 2014, I think. Last 2018. year. Last yeah. year, really? Yeah. Oh. 
Um, so just explain to me what, exactly what has happened with FIFA and do it quickly because you know um, I don't think I care. A bribery, much. people, money, money, people, bribery. So a big Qatar- company is corrupt. Qatari death. Yeah. Well, why? Why is that a surprise to anyone? Well, it's not. It's just news. But why is that? I, I don't understand. This well, is not. It's not a surprise. Here, here's it's just, this big company that is bright is is being corrupt. But isn't that every big company? Uh, yes. And if if the if those big companies get exposed and get you know what they deserve, and the FBI comes in and raids them, then it'll be on the news. And then so they nobody surprised but then, but the, about people. Everybody but the knew boss, it was The boss didn't lose his job. Uh, no, he got re-elected. That's how corrupt it is. <laughs> Okay. Even so, though, even so, though everybody underneath him got arrested, everybody underneath him got arrested. But he just went, "I didn't know anything about what everybody underneath me was doing." <laughs> so, but then, so, so basically, they arrested him for corruption. Now everything's back to as the way it was. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, anyway, so should we do the letters? Um, yeah, let's do the letters. Can I read one? Yeah, sure. Um, every week you can write into the show uh, ebp at josh com. And uh, any problems you're having, relationship problems, job problems, sex problems, anything at all, just write in and uh, we can uh, try and help you out. Although I've been told by a legal department that we are not trained advice givers and you should not take any of our advice. Uh, Seriously. Or, yeah. Have you really been told that? Yeah. Give me that. Okay, we go. Dear EPB. EBP. Huh? EBP. I just had that. You said that. EPB. Right. Well, it's not the excitable podcast, boy. <laughs> it should not, be. Not, not it should be. <laughs> uh, dear EBP, I have now finished university due to start my new job next week. However, I am moving back into my parents' house on Thursday. I have been so used to independent life that I am worried moving back with the family will cause issues. Why are you doing I- like a 40s voice because I she's obviously not from the 40s so I thought it might okay, kind of like right, juxtapose okay, it in a kind of semi-humorous way right. not in a kind of laughter inducing way but I thought it might be pleasing okay all right. it's right. definitely relaxing good I wasn't really even listening I was just enjoying <laughs> the enjoying yeah. the tones right I, and also if you're going to cut me off cut me off when they're oh, okay, her sorry, grammar sorry. is terrible okay. so I've had a full stop in about three years now I have been so used to independent life that I am worried moving back with the family will cause issues as I have no longer as I will no longer be cooking, cleaning, and living independently like I have been the past three years. I mean, there is free food. Massive bonus. Do you have any tips for moving back in with parents? All the best. Um, thanks. Do you want to take this first, or shall I do it? Um, well, I never really moved back in with my... And I... No, I did! After the breakdown of my marriage. Um, so to, I'm not sure it's completely the same situation. And I don't know a lot about you, about where you went to university, what your job prospects are like, uh, or how your relationship with your parents is, uh, whether they're sort of uh, strict. Also, bedroom position's a big one. Basically, if you're going to have sex with somebody in your bed, uh, you want it to be like positioned not like adjacent or above your parents' room. Yeah. Um, so th- those are things you've got to think about. Um, so if you are, if you have any choice of room, I would say furthest away from the parents' room. But I think your instinct will probably tell you that, unless you have very low self-esteem and don't think you're going to be having any sex. Food-wise, enjoy it and try and move out as soon as you can. Uh, okay, my, okay. Firstly, I would say uh, you're going to um, outstay your welcome very quickly. Go in there and treat your parents like they're housemates. That's what I'd do. 
So try and sleep with one of them. (laughs) 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 So you've got to treat them like a housemate. So offer to do things, offer to make things, offer to pay your way. That's a big one. Um, I don't think coming home from university and living... uh, Coming home from university and moving back with your parents is a shameful thing. That's what most people do when they're not from money. Mm. It's, it's quite a normal thing to get your degree and go back and get your bearings before you go go off again. So there's definitely no shame to be had there. And I would also say that um, it's really uh, good because you're going to get looked after. You're going to get fed. You're going to get you know a roof over your head. Your parents obviously care about you. Mm. Um, I do agree with your point a little bit. That's like basically don't have sex in the house I, uh, if you're going to get some I just go to their house yeah but they might live with their parents like you think he's going to be fucking like yeah, 30 year old I... career women well actually you should fuck 30 year old career women <laughs> I think that if you're going to have sex with with uh, with someone just go to that if they live with their parents that's not your problem you see I think it's fine I'm just not embarrassed about it with my mum I had sex with a um, a dancer from Stringfellows and introduced her to my mum the next morning yeah, really but your mum's cool yeah, I'm I've never cool. even discussed sex. With really, mom. I've never even talked about sex with my mum ever. Really, never been a topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just. What about your dad? Uh, yeah, when I was thirteen, I had a girlfriend. It's my first girlfriend, and I my she came around mine after school. What base did you get to with thirteen year old girlfriend? Just kissing. Just kissing. Fine. Just kissing. Yeah, same. Um, outside that, tops. Yeah, outside. Outside tops or inside <laughs> tops? You want inside I tops? So you get outside, outside tops. tops. Yeah, we need outside tops. And so uh, I was driving, I, w- I was sat in the back while my dad was driving at home. Mm. We were holding hands. Mm. That's and nice. then uh, we dropped her off and my dad just went, listen. Um, <laughs> That's <laughs> quite went, a good your dad, actually. He went, listen, uh, there is a chance that uh, your girlfriend's going to, you know, one time when you're, you're around the house, go, hey, why don't we try sex? Why don't we, tr- why don't we try it? He goes, and uh, I just want you to know that you should definitely not do that. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I was five years away from losing my virginity, I didn't know that at that point. We've strayed so fucking far from this question. Um, yeah, so my dad well, we... did talk to me about sex, but once. So that's the only, th- the only time your ever... parents ever gave you the lesson. Never gave me. The my lesson. dad told me about sex. I found out that Santa Claus didn't exist, and then that people fuck in the same two weeks. I want to know both of these both of these things. Tell uh, me about when you found out Santa didn't exist. Uh, I was on the couch with my dad. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, sorry. Your dad's in a Santa costume, just fucking your mum under the chimney. Yeah, and, and I realised. Like, I realised it's, it's me. It's me. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, no. He, uh, they're not interesting stories. They just. He just told me uh, that people. That they, yeah. How old were you? Uh, ten. And nine. Then, but that was the way you found out Santa didn't seven. exist. Six. I've no idea. But how did you find out Santa didn't exist? He told me on a couch. He just went... Oh, you know, in Sa- both sittings? Yeah. No, 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 no. It, one was Alfie, a week Alfie, after the other. Alfie, Alfie. He said people have sex. Like, the man puts his penis in... A, like, this is how babies are made. I found out Santa didn't exist when I was nine years old. And Christmas Eve, my parents let me open one present on Christmas Eve because I was being a little cunt, right? And I opened it. It was a giant tube of Smarties. Like, this big. I ate all of them on Christmas Eve. And then woke up, like, you know, 1am Christmas Day, vomited all over myself, right? And then it dripped down through the bed, through the slats, and onto a bike that was under the bed that said, To Josh, Merry Christmas, Love Santa, in my mum's handwriting. But that didn't, that didn't twig it for me. So I woke up, threw up, vomit all over myself, like weird chocolate vomit. It smelt like chocolate. 
Was it? Was it colourful? No, <laughs> that, I thought it would be, but it was all brown. And then um, went downstairs because to tell my parents I'd thrown up. It was covered in sick, right? Went downstairs, and my parents were just sat watching like some Christmas, you know, Royal Variety special or something. And they were sat on opposite ends of the room or different sofas, just hating each other, right? So how how soon before the divorce was? This? Oh, this was like about ten minutes. No, eight years before the divorce. Eight years. Oh, yeah. They did a lot of hating. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. And they're sat on opposite sides of the room, and I go downstairs. I run downstairs to be like, oh, I um, I've been sick. And then I just heard, walked into the room, paused for a sec, and my mum just went, "Did you put the bike under Josh's bed?" And my dad just went, "Yeah." And then I knew Santa didn't exist. I started crying while I was covered in my own sick. Really? It was a weird night. That's such a great story yeah. and I can't believe I don't I don't know it. Yeah, it's fucked up, right? Why wouldn't you why wouldn't why wouldn't that be the story you're high? I'm like we've known each other for loads of Christmases as well. I don't know. And like, you wouldn't say like how Maybe because it's troubling. <laughs> maybe because it's affected me in some weird way. Uh alright. So to, what the fuck was this guy's question? So to answer your question We answered his question ninety eight right, times. We'll do the next one, okay. Uh Dear EBP, this is called Married Having an Affair. I made of honor, dear EBP. I made of honor at my friend's wedding in a month. She is marrying a guy who is, let's call him boring. It's a strange name. Um, sorry, that joke was just horrific. Uh, he makes a lot of money, but he's a bit of a pushover, spelt like putchover, and a wet sponge. They've been together for eight years and engaged for two. However, for the last three years, she's been sleeping with a musician friend of mine. Here's the thing: everyone knows, at least all our girlfriends know. The wedding is a big thing, a proper, traditional, high-pressure, big, white wedding. She swears it's going to stop when she's married, but it obviously isn't. And even if it does, doesn't it prove that she doesn't love her fiancé? Yes. I'm in a rock and a hard place. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in a rock and a hard place because she's my friend, so I feel like I should keep my mouth shut. But I also don't want to see a close friend have a shitty marriage. She should call off the wedding, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I mean, hands down. Yeah, absolutely. That's all of the marriage. For one, I feel like that story is a bit too serious for us to be answering. Jesus Christ. For the last three years, she's been sleeping. She's an awful person. Well, she's not an awful... Because you don't, like... Whenever I think, like, you know, just cheating, A, make you a bad person. Yes, it's a shitty Mm, thing to do. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, this guy who she's marrying could be, like, you know, uh, a weird dickhead psychopath who and there's an emotional bind there that's keeping them together although they should be apart and da, 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 da. I, think the, I think the thing that she's put here I think the general thing is that because the wedding ball is rolling it's almost like people feel like stopping the wedding is this huge embarrassment oh yeah 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 I yeah, tell yeah. you what I it's know, like putting an oil tank in reverse yeah 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 but here's the thing is like so this, the, the wedding and- I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. 
That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And the divorce will cost more than cancelling the wedding right now. You see? Well, is that, is that you're, 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 you're theorising that. Yeah, but it will. Just just stop it now. All right, mate. Um, sorry about the car horn outside, guys. Just stop the wedding now. I made it one of my friend's wedding. Yeah, she... Okay, for one, obviously... Okay, so people cheat. That's just, that's just a, a sad thing about life. People cheat on each other all the time. That's not like... Uh, that, you know, there, there are people who are already married who have affairs. Mm. But I would definitely say that she's not in love with the guy. Or she's not in love with him enough to want to, to be able to spend them. Because I think if you're going to cheat on him with someone, it's probably just because the sex with this musician is really good. And she probably doesn't have really good sex with her boyfriend of eight years. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just think, yeah, if you're not happy, then knock it on the head, right? Uh... Yeah, I mean, but, but maybe she is happy. She's marrying a guy who's really wealthy and having amazing sex on the side with a cool musician. That guy. sounds like real happiness to me. <laughs> yeah, that sounds amazing. I, 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 I just think that you just need to uh, just break up with the call off the marriage and and then stop sleeping with the musician guy. You know what? I've start got start from I've, zero. I've got the answer. Have the marriage, but he's in the wedding band. Hire mm. him. So when she walks down the aisle, da, 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 he's playing the piano. Just just see her face as she walks in. And if she handles it totally fine, then she'll be fine. But if she freaks out and you can tell, then then call it off. That's a great theory. Yeah. No topping that. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm, I'm sold. Okay, cool. All right, next question. This is called The Woman Next Door. Dear Josh and Tim, well, Tim's on Fuck holiday. Fuck off. <laughs> Tim's... Fuck off. Tim's in LA getting his uh, getting his bald head sunburned. Tim, if you're listening to this, yeah, thanks for going on holiday. I never go on holiday because I have a commitment to this show, and you fucked off with your girlfriend for another holiday. Is he on holiday? Yeah, he's gone to LA. I asked him to try a theory. My theory was the one thing I asked him to do while he was away was get on the plane in a life jacket and just see if they let him on wearing a life vest, because <laughs> right? I think that. Because they must allow you, right? Because you can wear what you want on an aeroplane, right? Yeah. Like, you can wear a, a hijab, you can wear a burqa, you can wear a fucking, you know, a, a cowboy hat. Why can't I wear a life vest when I get on an aeroplane? Because the life jacket isn't culturally important to you, presumably. Well, how can you prove that? What if I have a note from the my... The thing do- is that there aren't these rules there. That we say, well, it's my human right that I need to wear a life jacket. It's like, no, shut up. You're doing it to be a dick. Take off the life jacket. Okay, how about this? He could have taken it on in his carry-on and then just gone to the toilet after bing bong, light goes off. He goes in and he just comes back out in it. It would have been one of the funniest things that ever happened. Yeah, I just would be too scared of guns. But I mean like, no, like a comical life vest, like one with like a duck head, you know, <laughs> like a kid's one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm, I don't dispute that it would have been very pleasing to see. Yeah. Or terrifying depending on who you are and what you know about the situation. Um. Anyway, the woman next door. Dear Josh and Tim... I'm a 19-year-old in insert American town. Sorry, did we answer the question about the other guy? Yeah, this is only the second one. Ah, oh, I just fucking deleted it. Ah, um, wasn't that one a minute ago? No, this is the same one. Oh right. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, dear Josh and Tim, and then we said yeah, fuck yeah. you because dear Josh that. and Alfie, dear Josh and Alfie, thank you. I'm a 19 year old in in an American town, a small town in the middle of nowhere. A year ago, some new neighbours moved in next door. This already sounds like a porno. Mm-hmm. An older couple, late 40s, I'd say. They'd become friends with my parents and come over for barbecues, etc. They even went halvesies on a swimming pool, which we now share. The wife is a total flirt with me. At first, I passed it off as just pointless flirting. I get is she's a bored... I get is she's a bored wife who stays... I get. I she, guess she's a bored wife. Oh, I guess she's a bored wife who stays home most of the week. But last week, my mother asked me to collect some... Ki- this can't be real. This is like a fucking erotic story. But last week, my mother asked me to collect some kitchen stuff she had borrowed. And after flirting with me, as usual, when I walked out her front door, she said, By the way, my husband is away all of next week, if you want to come over and keep me company. <laughs> Alarm bells rang, but I responded with, Sure, I'll tell my parents. Nice, he did a, he did a little double check there. Oh, sure, I'll tell my parents. Um, and she said, No, I meant just you. And then she took my phone out, my hand, and then she took my phone out my hand and put her number in it. I haven't texted her yet in capital letters, but I'm so tempted. I'm off to college in the fall, and uh, that's autumn for people in England, and sleeping with the neighbour is on every man's bucket list. As much as I want to, I'm pretty sure she does too. Yeah, I don't have. I don't want to be responsible for destroying a marriage. I think it's done, mate. Please advice. Please advise. Please advise. Ah, P.S. Can't wait to see the Kenneths at Warp Tour. Thank you very much. Oh, fucking hell. Well, make sure you come up to me at Warp Tour. <laughs> Tell me how this went down this ended. Um, Jesus Christ. Hang on. First of all, you don't want to be responsible for destroying a marriage. Dude, you're not destroying a marriage. Don't. She's obviously cheated on. I mean, she's probably cheated on her husband before. Oh, you really don't have to. Just do it. Do you it. Do 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 it. This is the greatest thing that will ever happen to you. You're 19, you're about to go to university, your your neighbour's wife, your neighbour, wants to have sex with you while her husband's out, and she's friends with your parents. This is just, this is an American 90s teen movie. If you put a Blink-182 song over this, I would watch it. You you have, there there will be such a, a sense of missed opportunity. You will regret And also, it, when you are, because you only get to be however old you are, oh yeah, you're 19, um, once. And having sex with her will not be this. This the sense of deviousness in just ah oh, the the creeping the ah oh, that it just sounds great. I'm so jealous. Yeah, you have to do it. I'm so jealous. You have to do it. You have to do it. I mean, she's offered as well. Women never offer to sleep with you. Let me give you some advice about the future of your life. Women will never offer to sleep with you. That in itself is a reason why you should well, do you it. You don't know. You don't know what it looks like. This could be like well, Zac guess- Efron, like, 17 again. Yeah, but I've never had a woman go, hey, do you want to have sex, ever? Well, no, but she's not said, hey, she said, hey, do you want to keep me company? You have to do this. You have to go over and just have sex as much as you can before you go to university. As much as you can. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you think just once? Um, just ch- test the water. Just for as long as it's hot. Okay, okay, okay. You, firstly, you need to initiate dialogue with her. So... You need to send her a text, and what should that text be? It needs to be a text that if her husband reads it, it's not... I guess he's not going to look at her phone, right? Well, he's probably going off shagging somebody else for Just the week. Do, That's what he's doing. Dick pic. Dick pic. Cut straight to the... <laughs> cut the cut the fat out. Dick pic straight away. I don't know. I think that might be jumping the shark slightly. I think... Just go... Hey, how you doing? Um, 
just say hey, whatever. She's already said come over. You don't have to be cool. You just go hey, I've got a nose, and then <laughs> like whatever. Just, just say hey, when can I come over? Yeah, yeah. When are you free next week? When are you free next when week? When are you free next week? And then your name, and then she'll go. She'll reply with something, and mm. then just say can't wait to keep you company. Yeah. Yeah, and then just pics? Question mark. Oh my god, this is the sexiest thing that's ever happened on this show. No, that's because no, you usually do it with Tim. Well, because I grew up in Norfolk, my neighbours were just old and racist. Mm. You know, but that would have been a really naughty thing for them to fuck you, little little Mowgli. No, they were too old. I lived in a colder sang. Everyone was over sixty. Oh really? Yeah, that's disappointing. Um, okay, next question, dude. Oh my god, and also come find me at Warp Tour because I know what city you're going to be coming to now. Because it says where you are. Come find me and tell me what happened. Please bring her. Uh, okay, next question. Arsehole teacher. Arsehole teacher. Dear Tim and Josh. Alfie and Josh. I'm just about to start my... This is a long one. I'm just about to start my GCSEs. After this, I'm leaving school for an apprenticeship. Good on you. The last three years, I've had a motherfucker of a teacher. He has hated me... <laughs> Um, He has hated me the entire time For no reason whatsoever He's picked on me in front of the students He threw my pencil case out the window once He refused to teach me when the second year started And I was in his class again He criticises my appearance all the time He's downgraded my work I even got another teacher to remark some coursework It went from a C to a B I don't really get why he hates me so much. I'm not a loud mouth. I'm not stupid. I just want to keep my head down and do my work. My question is this. When I leave... Oh, this is amazing. When I leave school, how can I get even with him? I want to do something to let him know that it's over and that he didn't win. A prank. Something. You guys sound like the ultimate pranksters, so I want your advice. What would I do if I wanted to get even with a teacher? I mean, the obvious thing is slash his tires. Right. I, um... That's a victim. Slash his tires? Yeah. Was that intense? Um, I just think anything with the word slash in it kind of comes across as a quite... Because the thing is, if you're going to slash something, even if what you're slashing is inanimate, you still have to bring something to with which to slash. Okay, and right, that's okay, quite okay, heavy. Okay, that's true. Okay, okay. So what you have to do is you have to do something that will really, really ruin his day or hopefully week, but won't get you in trouble with the law. Does that make sense? Mm. So okay. I when I left my school when they kicked me out for not being like good enough at school. Uh, it was in the middle of um the speech, the Blanche, the end of year speech. Blanche, the girl was giving, who I thought was hot by the way. Yeah. And um, I read the phone call. Diddling ding, diddling ding, diddling ding ding. And I stood up in the middle of like all the parents and everybody, and uh, went, "Hello, no, it's speech day." No, it's rubbish! And then sat down and got a round of applause from everybody. It was the best thing, but then I got taken upstairs and kind of, yeah, you can't kick me out because school's finished, so go fuck yourself. Yeah. Dad. No, wait, wait, Brian May was a, a teacher. A dad. A dad. Yeah. From Queen. The guitarist from Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah. kid went to your school. Mm-hmm. What was his kid's name? Emily. Emily May. Mm. Did she have the same hair as him? Mm-hmm. No way! Yeah. That's awesome. Anyway, carry on, sorry. He was walking down the street and I went, oh, Brian May, hi. And he went, oh, hi, are you Alfie from Speech Day? <laughs> no way! Yeah, it was great. So that's what I did. When I left school, I um, <clears throat> it was the end of year, you know, whatever, the prom, speech, whatever. And the headmaster, principal for the Americans, was uh, giving a, a speech. And a kid had died that year. Okay. He died in his sleep, right? Mm. And uh, 
he started to I, I was I wasn't watching I'd gone off for a, to smoke weed that's what I used to do when I was a teenager because I thought it made me cool and uh, uh, you know the sun was shining my whole life was in front of me um, I was just hoping one day I'd be able to do a podcast in an attic for a living and then um, <laughs> and uh, he's giving this um, headmaster was giving this speech and some kids set off fireworks as a joke to like drown out his speech all these fireworks going off they did this thing but the fireworks went off when he started talking about this kid that had died <laughs> Right, so I'm off having a spliff somewhere, and then this I just see this teacher come up and he goes, "You and me and my friends." He's like, "You," and the teacher went, "You can get the fuck out of this school and never come back." And we were we were stoned, we were scared, and we were leaving. So we were like, "Well, that's," I mean, "that's kind of the plan, Mister Mister Biggins." And he was like, "You get you get out of here and you never come back," and um, I didn't really know what happened. And went away and later found out that I'd been pinned with this crime of setting off fireworks while the headmaster was talking about a student that died. And weirdly, I bumped into one of the teachers like two, three years ago. And he said to me, he was like, oh, all the staff were talking about the best pranks that have ever been pulled. And yours came up tops. And I, and I just took it. I went, oh, thanks very much. I just, <laughs> I just, I still don't know who did it. And I just took it like, yeah, yeah, that was me. Yeah. If it means I'm cool and you like me, I will accept whatever it was that I did. Yeah, that's um, a pretty good prank, though. Yeah. Okay, 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 what would I do? Okay, uh, uh, Okay. I would suggest a good way to get back with at him is to just uh, nail life and then turn up in five years when you're making more than he's made in his life in a year and be like, yeah, what do you think of me now, prick? Yeah, and then make it rain in front of him. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. That's the, that's, I know it sounds lame, but yeah, it does. It's that, really Doctor Phil. No, but you, you don't. You don't want to be the guy that that put leaves in his exhaust. Or I mean, that would be good. Um, what does you, that do? It clogs up the exhaust, so the the engine blows up. So you, you know, over, does it kill him? No, it doesn't kill him, but it it breaks the car. You know, well, you just the best way to hurt somebody is just to sort of go. Listen, I don't know what it is about me that you that so kind of repels you. Whether I look like your dad who didn't hug you enough or whatever, but you need to not take this out on kids anymore, you old dickhead. That's actually not bad advice. Yeah. Just just so you know, sir, when you die, people are going to be happy. How does that make you feel? <laughs> That's quite strong. But if you just explain to him, like, you know... People I... are going to be really... People are going to call up their friends and go to the pub... Because you died, you're not you're not like a, a leader of a country. You're not a dictator. You're a fucking English teacher, and you've you've spread that much misery on people that joy will happen in the world on the day that you fucking die. I know, but people love that. Just say indifference. People, nobody will meet at the pub. There won't be a wake, and there won't be a mourning. And they They'll won't even be, notice. There's, there's going to be notice. a new post-test activity called a nothing. Or just nail life. Go out, get a fucking great job, make shit tons of money bag some unbelievably fit girl who's really cool and then just one day just go to school and just knock on the door while he's teaching in class and go hey this guy's a dick to me but uh look at me now give a kinder surprise to everyone and walk away breezy i think if you actually did that people would go that guy is a <laughs> maniac <laughs> and a pedophile <laughs> that guy is a <laughs> maniac and gave, gave toys and candy Can you to imagine kids? like if that guy like yeah so look at me now guys and everybody would go i'm terrified of that guy Oh, that's it. Is that all the letters? Okay, let's, 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 let's. I need to go and pick oh, up my son. Okay, cool. All right, that's it soon. for the... Uh, this is the thing. Now you got a fucking kid. 
Everything is sun related. Oh, I've got a. I'm bored of this car. It's the ultimate. I need to go out for a cigarette. Having a kid. No, it isn't. Yeah, oh, I'm kind of. I kind of. No, busy. it isn't. It's just. Yeah, like- it is. Because okay, uh, the other night we were meant to meet up, and um, you were watching the football, and you're like, as soon as the football's done, I come meet you. I was like, cool. I'm in Notting Hill, and then I waited for you in Notting Hill, and you didn't even fucking text me back. And it, I went, well, he's a dad, so I'll, I'll, I'll let him have that. Thank you. And then I thought about it. it was like, actually, fuck that. A text takes ten seconds. Yeah, no, that was actually just me being shit as well. It yeah, I know, because I know kid. you weren't with the kid. That wasn't even the but kid. But I gave you the benefit of the doubt. Thank you, I appreciate you giving me the benefit of the it's doubt. fucking kid, man. I've known you for eight years, and you've known that kid six months, and this kid's taken priority over us. It hasn't It hasn't taken priority over anything. It's just, he's just, well, he, he needs me to survive, you don't. So he does take, <laughs> like, I, if, you, if I don't feed you, you're still going to make it, if, you know? If, if you die, who gets, am I next to get the kid? You're in the top five, I think, yeah. How many people would have to die till I get the kid? Give you, including you. Because of the couples, including me. Yeah. Two, three, four, five. I don't know, actually, you're not in the top five at all because of all the parents that exist. <sighs> this sucks. All right, anyway. That's it for the show. Alfie, thank you so much for uh, filling in for Tim while he's off having sex with his girlfriend on a beach in California. Surely he's doing auditions in LA. I don't know what he's doing. He should be doing he's auditions. He's been texting me very little. It's It's been upsetting. I text him saying, did you wear a life jacket on the plane? And he just said no. Um, and then I sent him a picture of uh, Mr. Potato Head saying, this is what you look like. And he said, I look nothing like this. Uh, he probably just wants to have a holiday without having to text you. Anyway. Should we have a beer? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's it for the show this week. Uh, Alfie Brown, have you got anything you need to plug? Uh, you could listen to my podcast, the Technicolor Your podcast. Um, well, and this comes out on Tuesday, so you could come tonight... Uh, on Wednesday the 3rd of uh, June to see me at the Soho Theatre. But listen to my podcast. Listen to my podcast. Technicolor Yawn. It's fucking good, man. Thank you. And you do it on your own. I do is, it on my own. Which is amazing. Uh, yeah, it's difficult, but it's yeah. uh, it's all right. But it means I don't have to talk to you. <laughs> no, it means uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's better. And it means I can do it whenever. Yeah. Um, aside from that, YouTube channel. You do my web series that I do with my girlfriend, my baby mama. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Chop Logic. How do I find? It? So I type Chop Logic in the YouTube. In the YouTube. Yeah, I think that'll work. And uh, you're doing Edinburgh this year. Doing Edinburgh this year. Full month. Full month. Where? Uh, at the Assembly Box. Um, and uh, Alfie Brown, thank you so much. Uh, join us next week for more nothing. When Tim will be back with his big bald head. Uh, talking about his holiday, his other, his another, another holiday for Tim, another, another holiday. Just have another one, Tim. Dick. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 